What's up guys, Key Michael here, professional volleyball player, Olympian, photographer, YouTuber, and now podcaster. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> but I've been playing volleyball professionally for 10 years and I want to shed a little bit of light on what that means, especially in the era of 2020 and COVID. So I booked a flight, rented a car, and I set off throughout Europe to meet professional female volleyball players and tell their stories. Because as you guys know, we're all so much more than just an athlete. And that's what's born this series, The Volley Bubble. So be sure to hop on over to YouTube and see all the behind the scenes of trainings and in the homes of the guests on this show. But for now, just sit back and enjoy a raw and candid conversation between two professional female athletes. Hi, Fred. Hi, <laughs> long time no see. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited to see you. I think everybody probably knows who you are, but I feel like we should maybe introduce you anyway. Yeah, so anyone who's listening or watching, this is Britt Herbots. Do you want to give a little, like a little spiel, a little history background of you? Yeah. So we played together in Mulhouse, yes. which was my first year abroad. So um, now I'm already playing my fourth season abroad in Novara. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's gone by so fast. I'm huh? not a baby anymore. <laughs> you are, you're, you'll always be a yeah. baby. You'll always be a little bit. <laughs> no, so yeah, um, I'm really nervous. I started to play volleyball when I was like seven years old, but my parents always, always brought me to the gym because mm -hmm. my mom always played. My dad was a coach. So I just grew up in the gym Yeah, and I fell immediately in love with volleyball. Like there was no doubt that I was going to play another sport. Yeah. And now we're here and it's crazy actually. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, <laughs> started from the bottom. Yeah, actually, yeah. I, oh, I, I love, I love that, like, I think everyone probably knows you for your sort of spirit on court as much as anything else. You know, there's so many players who can score a lot of points or, you know, have a really strong arm. But I feel like what's really interesting about you as a player is your energy. I mean, yeah. and it's, it's literally for anyone listening to this who's like, oh, she, you know, she's, you know, that's how she's on court. <laughs> she's exactly the same off court as well. Like yeah. full energy all yeah. the time. It's crazy. Like also here in Novara, like my whole team, they're like, I hated playing against you. You know, like they're like, I hated it. But now that we're playing together, it's like really awesome. And I'm like, that's something like super nice to hear. I think yeah. like, I don't, I don't need to be your best friend when we're playing against each other. For sure not. But like <laughs> happy that like whenever they're playing with me, that they're like super happy that they have someone to, who brings energy in the court. Yeah. So yeah. that feels really good. It's it's interesting to play with somebody who you can you can feel like I can feel your passion for volleyball and maybe my passion just like diminished over the years <laughs> I don't know and yours was just like whoop on the way up but it, it yeah it brings something special to the game that that the fans they feed off of and you feed off of the fans yeah. for sure yeah which leads me to my first and foremost question about this season 2020 what is it like playing with no fans yeah it's awful it's it, it's really awful like. Okay, I was super happy that like finally I can come back to Italy, we can start the season. But my first question was like, what am I gonna do in a gym without fans? You know, <laughs> yeah. like what am I gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, okay, I'm just like focusing more like what is happening on the court. Like, okay, like normally I like like to put like a lot of energy in the whole mm -hmm. fucking gym, like get all the fans with yeah. us. But now it's just like, I'm just enjoying playing again, being with the yeah. team. So like, I'm, I'm not looking so much like outside of the court. Still, we have like a few sponsors that are coming to the game. They're mm -hmm. always like super nice after the game. They're like, we really love this. We enjoy this. And 
that's just something nice to hear and let's just hope that this whole thing is gonna be over soon and then yeah. we can go back to how it was it used to be and the thing is like i know that you feed off of the crowd but for like i legitimately saw that same energy from you in the training like at a 10 a.m morning training you'd yeah. be like you'd be rocking up like hey guys let's go you know, you're ready to rock and roll and i was like still have like eye crust and like and, like you know my hair's all crazy from sleep and like wrinkles in my face like oh my god what yeah. is going on i don't have where do you get this energy <laughs> so you don't even need the crowd no i don't even need it and i know i don't need it it's just something like a nice extra you know yeah. like playing in front of so much people it gives me just like another boost yeah but okay like i don't i don't care i'm just super happy to be back on the court yeah for yeah. sure obviously there's so many reasons why i wanted to do this podcast and this whole you know traveling to see meet my friends <laughs> and also do some filming um but yeah even even just this week in italy for sure it's worse than in france I've noticed that coming here, especially to Navarre, you guys were really on it. You know, I said immediately like, hey, I'd, I'd like to come and visit you. You're like, speak to this guy. Like, yeah. I don't even know if you're allowed in the gym. I don't know if we can even yeah. look at each other from across yeah. the way, you know? Like you guys are taking it so seriously. It's crazy. Yeah, because like we already had like a lot of teams who had like some positive cases. So like all the other clubs get like immediately bam, let's do yeah. tests, let's stay close, like, you know, like, don't meet other people. It's, yeah, we started the season pretty okay, like, not thinking too much about it, but the, yeah. as soon as we had, like, positive cases in other teams, it was, like, girls, like, watch out, we just want to yeah. play the championship, and, like, every yeah. time that we're not playing, it's gonna be, like, really tough, because, like, those are matches that we have to play later. Is that, and that how, how it works, if you have to cancel a game, you have to squeeze it in somewhere else? Yeah, we have to squeeze and it in And then you may else. end up playing, like, four yeah, games exactly. in, a, in a week. exactly, and it's already such a busy schedule, so it's really, really hard. Like, also, uh, our team manager, like, a few weeks ago, he was like, Brit, like, in Belgium, the situation is really bad. So, like, yeah. we're asking you if your family wants to come and visit you, they have to stay in quarantine for 10 days. And I was like... Quarantine even from you, not yeah, just quarantine, like quarantine from Italy no, and Italian. Like, no, like quarantine from me. So they can come, but they have to stay like in a hotel somewhere else for 10 days before they can see me. Yeah. And I was like, that's like impossible. Yeah. That would mean that they would have to take two weeks off of work and like nobody in this situation can yeah. do this. So, like, and that's, that's the hardest when it's family as well. Like, cause you know, even me just coming here, I, you know, I wore my mask the whole time. We did the, the apartment yeah. tour and I tried not to touch anything except for your puppy because he's adorable <laughs> and I couldn't help it. I can imagine. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah, when it's your family, you can't yeah. just be like, keep distance, don't touch me. Yeah, don't it's me. weird. It's really weird. But okay. What about your boyfriend? Yeah, my boyfriend has been living with me for a few months. Uh, here? Here, in Novara. Where is he? I didn't meet he him. went back to Belgium. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, he ran away so when he I got tried, here. Yeah, <laughs> he was super scared of you. I was like, I have to go, <laughs> I have go. to go. No, so, so he tried to find a job or a soccer team, but he didn't find anything at the end. So he decided like, okay, maybe it's better to go back to Belgium, find work over there, start his own career. Because like, right. it's also something difficult, you know, like you never know where I'm going to be playing each season and he cannot like go everywhere with me start a new life in every place so it's, yeah. it's difficult so maybe this is the best yeah that's interesting because i i've all like if we, if you want to dive into relationships i Ooh. feel like that's the Ooh. good stuff that's what people want to hear right that's what they want to hear um <laughs> yeah i've always been in long distance relationships and i always wondered yeah sometimes you'd see the the woman and her man would be there living with yeah. her it's it's pretty common in the opposite wouldn't you say like there's yeah. a lot of male athletes that they're girlfriends or wives yeah. that wags but, come along yeah. and just live their life with them yeah it's uncommon the other way around yeah. 
But like, I don't know, it's weird for a woman that like their partner would come with them yeah. and also like, okay, we're still super young. Like I'm 21, he's 24. Like we're not ready for the whole, yeah. let's live together and get okay. babies. And yeah, you know, like yeah. like how it's normally going with like all the soccer players that are bringing their wives, like wherever they're gonna play. Yeah. Not the life I'm imagining for me or for him. Right. So like, I'm happy that he's like starting to do his own thing. He can start his own career and we'll see each other whenever we can. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard. It, it it adds a whole dimension of, like, as a player, you want to do your best. And like you said, like, who knows where you'll be the next yeah. year. And you can't make decisions based on someone else's life. It's no. one of those things just yeah. as a pro athlete, we kind of have to we live with it. <laughs> just you want to date one of us, guys. Let's guys or girls, you got to. Yeah, but also, like, he, I can imagine, like, also for him, like, we met mm, a month before I left my first season in Italy to, to Busto yeah. and he didn't even know like what are we gonna do you know like yeah. you're leaving in a month and like it will be me who has to come to visit you because you won't have the There's time no to come option. back yeah. to Belgium and we did it for like two years when went pretty good but then he was done with school he had to start working and yeah. so it got like really really difficult yeah, yeah. life <sighs> I'm curious, and we spoke about this just briefly, and you can tell as much or as little Ooh, as you want, but so you played for the team Busto, which is where I also played, yep. and my experiences in Busto were so amazing. Like, I just love that team, love the crowd, love yeah. the people, love being a farfalla. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and you have just recently switched from Busto to Nevada, which is kind of like the rival team. Yeah, the rivals. <laughs> what, was your, what was your thinking behind that? Yeah, it's just like volleyball is not like it's it's like my passion. It's something I wake up for every day, but it's also like your job and you like want to grow in it. You want to yeah. take like all the steps. And so I had like the best time in Busto, like yeah. two years. I enjoyed every single moment. Every game was amazing. The fans, they're great. I can't say any bad thing about them. Yeah. But it was just like then I got the proposal of like Novara to come here and also Novara is like big name in volleyball yeah. board they won a lot of things and it was like yeah maybe it's it's a good next step also we had a really really good team in Busto it was working really well but you just knew like okay this was the year that players brought themselves in the spotlight and yeah. for sure other teams would kind of like come and take us name, out yeah of, yeah so I was like also talking a lot with the girls because we had a really good connection with each other. And if you're already here, like, okay, she's going, she's going, she's going. Then I need to go maybe. Yeah. So. And then, yeah. So now, I, then I signed with Novara and now I'm here, but I'm really happy also over here. Yeah. It's going really well with the team. So yeah, I know the coach. He also came yeah, in. yeah, yeah. That was the that so, was yeah. thing because I, I noticed, hang on a sec, so they both left. I was wondering this also, did the coach leave before Brit? And you were saying, no, actually no. you had signed. Yeah, I signed already. And then like during the whole Corona thing, I got a call and I was like, oh, what does he want from me? Oh, <laughs> he's angry at me. What have I done? <laughs> what have I done? And he was like, yeah, I, I heard some rumors or they're true. And I'm like, yeah, why? It's like, okay, then there's like a big chance I'm going to sign off over there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really happy. Like, it's good to know a coach. It also worked really well last year. So I'm just really happy because like there is a connection. We know each other already. Yeah. I know what to expect from him. He knows what to expect from me. And yeah, it's going really well. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, let's stop talking about volleyball because I feel like that is just <laughs> all volleyball. We're just always talking about volleyball. The guys from the CV were actually like, "Why did you call it the volleyball? You're not going to talk about any volleyball." I'm like, I know. Whatever. I just want to talk to my friend. <laughs> um, the friends bubble. <laughs> yeah, the friends bubble. The people, the humans. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Brett. A Brit outside of volleyball, off court. Um, what do you love to do? What do you spend your free time? Yeah. So actually, yeah. all my free time is going like for now. Um, FaceTime my friends, my family, mm-hmm. my dog. Oh my dog is my life. like so cute. Even cuter in person because yeah. I've seen photos yeah. of him. I've seen videos of him. But then I got there and I just wanted to grab his little yeah. face and squeeze it. That's what everybody's <laughs> telling me. Like you see the pictures and they're like, he's so cute. But then whenever they see him in person, they're like, oh my God, I just fell in love. And I'm it's like, it's the personality. Yeah. It's something, you know, he's like, he's like a super nice just little super baby, sweet. little baby. So, and yeah. he's not camera shy either. He, oh my God. Oh my god. I, I had, if I just take my phone out to take a picture, like, I'm like, hmm, gonna post a story. He's like, posing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, because oh. <laughs> I've actually found, and I love to just film dogs in the street. That's a weird quirk that I have. But sometimes you bring, like, I'll bring this camera out and it's this big lens, and the dogs actually yeah, yeah. are afraid of yeah. cameras. I yeah. think it's, and I thought it was some just universal to dogs, but no, not no. yours. No, no, mine is a superstar. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit of a diva. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, and, and then I'm still studying, so also like, Right. What are you studying? Marketing. Oh, I need you. I need your you marketing need brain. <laughs> yes. This is the hardest part for me about all this stuff that I'm doing, this videoing and like yeah. trying to actually get it into the world. It's so difficult to imagine. Whenever I end up with I studying know, when you, in the next six years. Any, yeah, yeah, probably. However long yeah. it takes. You're doing it online. Like normally it's three years. I'm just doing everything like chill, online. Yeah. Like, okay, my first thing is volleyball and right. all the rest is like... We see what, what everything we're else comes yeah. after. <laughs> comes after. We just like take it slow because like I cannot do like volleyball one hundred percent, study at one hundred percent. Like it's like for asking sure. too much for me. So yeah, and that's good. So your school allows you to just yeah go at your own pace. Yeah, it's really good. I have all my exams online. Um, if I have like problems, I can do like Skype with my professors. It's like amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's really cool. And speaking of school, this is also an interesting thing, thing that I had never come across, but it's typical in Belgium to do volleyball school. Can you explain a little yeah. bit what that is? Yeah. So like uh, the last few years of your college, you can go to volleyball school. And college means like high school. Yeah, it's like high school. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the last four years, like actually there are six years, the first two are in another school. Uh-huh. It's like mm, it's like another school, but not as good as the last four years. So like in the first two years, they're like not so many people. Yeah. And then the last few years, they get like they try to get like all the talents we have in Belgium. And Belgium is like this big, yeah. so not so many people. But like they bring everybody together. We're like um, from nine in the morning until twelve. We have school. Yeah. We come back. We are all at boarding school. We come back. We change. We eat, and then we practice from one until six. Volleyball. That is, that's crazy. Yeah. I remember hearing about this because I had a teammate. I think my first or second year that I had played pro, and I had this is. Yeah. This is a great system for building yeah. volleyball players, but it's yeah. you have to decide from you're what age. like 14 years old and yeah. you have to decide like do I want to spend this much time in a gym and do I want to leave my friends and my family and my yeah. school where I was before for volleyball. And like okay, for me there was like I was also doubting because like before I I didn't want to do it. I wanted really? to go to, to med school 
Yeah. Oh God! Can you imagine? I wanted to be a doctor, so I was like, Nah, 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 for me, nah, for me. And then, I know you yeah. would have been awesome at it though, because I know you're like the kind of person who's you yeah. set your mind to, it and you're like, Oh no, no, yeah, no, no, exactly. get out of my way because I'm yeah. going this direction. So I didn't want to do it. Like no, no, no. I love playing volleyball. Um, I was practicing a lot in my club close to my home. I was practicing with a lot of different teams, like the U team, the first team, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and then like one week before school started, I was like, Mom. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. You know, like, we will see. I'm gonna try. I went there first week. Horror story. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't like it. There was like nothing that I liked because, like, I was used to live at home. My mom yeah. knew that I was like perfect doing whatever I had to do while at boarding school. You come home from seven until eight, you have to study. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm done, you have to study. Yeah, you have like, to like study. Like a study hall, like they're over, yeah, over yeah. your shoulder. Yeah, they're like they're over your shoulder, like this. What? And I'm like, dude, I'm done. Like, what the fuck? Like, if I want to lay in my fucking bed, I'm gonna lay in my fucking bed. And they were like, no, no, you have to sit and study. I'm like, why? Well, yeah, I did it. Oh, I hated it. Also, like, um, like eating. They were like, you have to eat this, this, this. Like, really? Oh my god! At 14 years old. Yeah, 14 years old. I hated it. So after a week, I I packed my bag, called my mom, uh-huh. said like. You're gonna come and get me right now. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. And then uh, my mom came. Um, the head of the school stopped me right before I wanted to leave. Right. He talked with me and said, "Like, Brit, you're talented. Just give it one more week." And I think they did like one week of like all the the games, everything to make it like super fun for me. Right. Um, and then I also find my friends. I have a really close uh, group of friends from five pe- uh, girls, so I still hear them a lot of times. And uh, after that, I was like, okay, I feel good. We're going to yeah. stay. And then it all started. Yeah. My gosh. Can you imagine if you had just like yeah. taken off your yeah. whole like- I'm, I'm still wondering what if I haven't, like, if I would stop, if I would have quit over there, would I be here right now? And we will never know the answer. We will never know. But that's so interesting yeah. how you make these kind of decisions in life. And maybe you don't realize it at the time. At 14, you probably weren't yeah. like, this is the biggest decision of my life. But, no. you know. Because like playing abroad, it was not like something I was dreaming of already. No. You know? It started like whenever I started with the youth national teams to go to the, the big tournaments, the European Championship, the World Championships. Um, when I got in national team, when I was like 15, 16 years old, playing against stars you know like and then i was like i want to be i want to become like like That's them when you felt it yeah. like i want to be an inspiration to younger girls how i was oh, myself yeah. like whenever i was playing at the age of 15 16 against gabby of brazil i was yeah. like oh my god <laughs> and i want people to have like the same feeling whenever they're like playing against me or like yes. you know so like be like a real inspiration to younger girls like be a personality for them and then and then i was like okay gonna go fully for it and and so yeah well it it sounds like it feels like you're on the right track i think you already probably have a a wake of young girls that are that are you know wanting to be i want to be like brit one day no but i love it like really i love that like also like if i have like old man see like you know the old man Mm -hmm. that have like collector items they want all the shirts of all the players and i'm like i rather give it to To, a young girl who's like way like happier like like, I know, I got a shirt from Gabby. I have been sleeping in that shirt for years. You have or you would have? No, I have it. Yes. <laughs> and I sleep in it before games. Do you, did you, does she know? Because yeah, I she feel knows. like you guys are she probably knows. friends yeah, or like yeah. in so a similar circle. So now we're talking to each other. Yeah. But like before, like I, so the first tournament, tournament with national team, I saw her and I was like, I'm going to ask a shirt. And I was like, 
can we change shirts? And she like threw like three shirts to me like, here, you can have them. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Can I have one shirt of you? And I'm like, oh my God, she wants my shirt. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And so, this yeah. was before you were this playing was in Italy. Before or like, I played in Italy. Yeah. It was like two years before I went to Mulhouse, I think. Ah, okay. So you were still an up and coming, like, but you yeah. weren't the name no. yet. And yeah. so now it's really cool. She's following me on Instagram. Yeah. She's liking <laughs> some pictures and I'm like, Isn't that crazy? Yeah, how, it's like, crazy. It's your really crazy. idols become your your um, yeah. like peers. Yeah. I remember when I I Valentina Arighetti. Yeah, I'm sure you know the name, yeah. but I sort of like looked up to her when we we and then we were playing against each other and then we were teammates in yeah, Busto and I was just like, what is going on? Yeah. What is life yeah. right now? Yeah, and you, you really like it starts like that for everyone. I think you have these dreams, you have these idols, you have these things that you look up to, and then one day you turn around and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm in the yeah. world. Yeah. And that's like where the whole point of working for it, you know? Yeah. Because like, this is the dream. And then like being there, it's like, yeah. yeah. So nice. And then all you can do is hope that you are giving that same inspiration yeah. to the next generation. Exactly. And then one day, exactly. one girl will come up to you and say, hey, do you remember when you gave me your t-shirt? Yeah. And she'll be like, all yeah. across the net from you. Or yeah, but it's also like, like in Belgium, if we have like young girls and okay, I'm like following also like the upcoming talents because I know like, They will be fu the future of our national team. And whenever I'm like maybe 30, I want to be like by their side, helping them out. Yeah. Like they always did for me. I love like, you how you say when I'm 30, as if it's like, yeah, like I want I'm old, when, when I'm, I'm over the hill. hill. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> so yeah, but like also like every time they're like talking with me and I'm, they're like, I really look up to you. And I'm like, maybe one day we're going to play together. And then yeah. you see them, you see the eyes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's amazing to see little girls like, being immediately like inspired by like, like yeah, okay, yeah, like yeah. let's go. Yeah. It's crazy. So if I were to ask you about what you do outside of volleyball, not as, not just like how you spend your time, but do you do any sort of mental preparation before the games or any kind of, you know, the physical side is so important and we yeah. all train that all day, every day. Yeah. The mental side, do you have anything? I think every player has their routines mm -hmm. for the game. So like, um, We always have a morning practice. I come home, um, I'm, I'm like chilling a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I walk with the, the dog, I prepare my meal, and then I sleep a little bit. And then whenever I wake up, then it starts. And I have like a playlist before they give them- What's on the playlist? I don't know, it's like a typical playlist of just like Apple music. Is it like, like 90s rap or yeah, something? Or something like, like that. Booty, booty shake mix number four no, or something. It's a big mix, there's a little of it. A little so, bit yeah. of everything. Yeah. And then I, I always take like a really cold shower before, like before the match, I don't know. I wake up, cold shower, okay. all over my legs. You know who else used to do that? Um, Liz, Lisbeth Vindevogel. Um, Vindevogel, yes, oh, I really? was her roommate. And she also used to take a cold shower and yeah. she's also Belgian. I wonder if it's just something maybe, you guys... Maybe. Did no, you learn it from her or you no, just... No, always... I just started to do it. I don't know. I started to do it actually in Mulhouse. Because okay, I like okay. to shower bef like when I wake up, also to wake up. Yeah. And then like with like really, really cold water over my legs. And, yeah, ah, then I'm yeah. Ready. It's like... Yeah. Wake up little, let's go, wake up, wake let's up, go, guys. We gotta go, we gotta go. So, yeah. And then, uh, okay, the, the makeup, the hair, of course, we get mm -hmm. dressed, um, coffee. Always. And then we go. And also in the car, I have like one, another playlist. It's like one song for the match. Boom. 
And then I'm ready. And then you're in the zone. And then I'm ready. Because I remember in, in Booster, they would always do that locker room tour. You know, yeah. someone would come in with a little video camera and film yeah. everyone. And, you know, there's some people reading their, their notes and some people like, oh, hey, to the camera. And you, I remember I would always see you and you just had your headphones and you were like, yeah, like tunnel vision yeah. like this. You just didn't even see the camera or no. anyone around you. Th- like that's changed a little bit. And maybe like, I know the person I am really like a lot of energy. Yeah. And that was like a little bit too much focus for me, I think. You know, like maybe yeah. it was good, but maybe also like, got like a little bit too much in it okay. and, now, and then in Busto I started to like be a little more chill I have like still like the same music but I'm like looking around like laughing with people yeah. because like I'm also I'm, I'm not the kind of player that like needs to be like focused focus focus on the court uh-huh, I need uh-huh. to enjoy it yeah if I'm like too focused if yeah. I'm too focused I'm not enjoying it I start to make mistakes and I just need to go yeah. <laughs> were you nervous at all when you got to Busto and you were like, I'm in Italy and I'm like a yeah. starting player right. and I, yeah. I need to prove myself. This is the moment. Yeah. I was really nervous because um, I had my season in, in Mulhouse and it went great. Yeah. It, it felt really good. Um, then I left for Busto, but there were like a lot of comments. Also, when I when I left Belgium to go to Mulhouse, I already had like a lot of comments on it. Like, what is she going to do? She's only 18. Like, comments where? On what? On everything. On, on, on social me, media, social you, media, or to, like, to me, news. everything, okay. everything. Like I hear like really a lot, I, yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Most of it on social media, on Facebook, people writing stuff about me. I'm like, I was just done in Belgium, you know? I had yeah. seen this championship for two years. It was not exciting enough. I I was like, I need something new. Yeah. I want to go. But people were negative about that? Really negative. That's crazy to yeah. me. She's not ready. That's She's how, not ready. What oh, is she going to do? She's 18. Young. I was 18. really young. I yeah, but it doesn't matter how old you are if you're proving yourself on the court. Exactly. I just wanted to and you prove have a maturity me, and I wanted beyond. to do way more with volleyball because in Belgium, with all the respect for Belgium, but the level isn't that high. Yeah, we practiced four or five times a week. That's yeah. it. Only in the afternoon, two hours, done. Like that was not the life yeah. I was imagining That's for not myself. Really like profe- it's yeah. like semi-professional. It's like semi-professional. Yeah. And then I came to Mulhouse. I, I proved myself. I was like, yeah. no, I'm going to do this. I, Okay. Were you MVP of the league? Am I imagining that? Yeah. Yeah. So when she said she proved herself, she, you know, I proved myself. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, she was MVP of the league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. So yes, yeah. you did. <laughs> I, yeah, I was. And then uh, I got the, the offer of Busto. I also talked with you about it. Yes, I remember. I was like, so what do you think? And, yes. and then she was like completely in love with Busto. Yes, so I was I like, was, okay. I was so happy for you because I knew how hard you had worked that season. I knew how talented you were. And I knew that you had to be having offers from good teams, yeah. quote unquote. But for me, Busto was like, not just a good team and not just probably good money, but also a good place. And I yeah. was like, yes, this is the yeah. perfect place for you to start your yeah. next level yeah. career. And then I was really happy because the coach was uh, Mencarelli, who mm-hmm. also coached the youth national team. So I had played like 100 times against him. Yeah. So I was like, he already knows me yeah. like from playing against me. So that's like maybe something good. Yeah. And then I, I went there. Um, the attacker receivers, normally the starting six was like uh, Floshi Menes yeah. and uh, Gennari. And I arrived, Florti just got her, her little boy, her baby. And she had like a problem with her wrist, I don't remember. So she couldn't play in the beginning. And I was like, now I gotta show myself. <laughs> now I gotta show myself. And so I was really happy also that Mencarelli was there because he really believed in me. He helped me and I knew it was gonna be like really difficult. I was 19 in an Italian championship and I was like, 
what am I gonna yeah. do? So I was I was really nervous for my first year yeah. because like I knew the championship was really strong. I knew I would have like difficult moments, mm. but I was really happy that I had a coach who believed in me, who pushed me. I I had a really strong team, a good team yeah. who helped me out in every moment that I had some like difficulties. But actually, at the end, it went really well. Yeah, yeah, it went really sure. well the first season. So I'm really happy. Yeah, I was like, and nervous. did you did you sign for two years right off the bat? Yeah, I signed so you two knew, years. You already knew. I it was knew two years. that. Yeah. yeah. Because that's always the funny bit at the end of the season. And I remember, I don't know why I remember like these little moments. I remember at one point you posted something on Instagram that was like, um, it was like the end of the season and no one knew yet. I don't think people knew that you had no, signed. No, nobody knew. And you were like, see you next season, wink, wink, or something like that. Or like a little yeah. butterfly or something yeah, like yeah. that. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. she's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had the two years. Then that was actually great because like, okay, after first year, you're still like, Am I gonna sign two years and I'm not gonna sign? What if it doesn't work out? Well, yeah. you know, like it's still like big questions, but I was like, no, I'm gonna go for two years. I will work, I will show, yes. like, I wanna go. Yes. And then, it, yeah. And you have around. you have aspirations. You let it slip that you maybe have aspirations to go to Turkey. Maybe. No, like, I'm still young and like, after, okay, Italian championship is really strong and then maybe in the future where yeah. am i gonna go like also maybe japan china are places that i maybe want to go to what about brazil i've heard brazil is amazing i don't know a bit too far yeah i don't know i don't know if it's the place where i want to okay be. okay interesting it's not like really a championship that i'm following like if i yeah. would go there i w would like to see more of the championship i think yeah because like we hear a lot of about italy about france about turkey and i think that's it in europe yeah and so after that, it's Japan, Korea, China, yes. like the the, the money places. The money places, yeah. And Brazil, I don't, I have no idea actually. Yeah, well, I I I have also no idea about it. I've obviously never played there, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I think I think it's one of those cultures where volleyball is just yeah. They I just have love uh, it. Caterina Bossetti in my team who uh -huh. played there, and, uh -huh. and she's in love. She's yeah. in love with Brazil. She's like, before I end my career, I still want to go and do one more year in Brazil. Yes. Because she really fell in love with the place. She's like, they're like all chill. Everything is like fun and volleyball is like a big thing over there. So yeah, I can't imagine. Okay, so what about, so you so you mentioned that you sometimes read or get comments from fans or not fans, I guess, yeah, if they're negative. Not, not, not really fans. Yeah, how do you deal with that kind of stuff? Because it, it's weird, right? The first time you hear or read something from someone that you don't know about you, it's just such a bizarre yeah, sensation. And now you've probably had it multiple times. My God. How do you deal with it? How do you... I don't know. When I was younger, I would feel really bad. Mm -hmm. I, like the first year, the first season when I was going to Mulhouse, I was really happy with my choice. But like reading, seeing other people writing things about me, I was like... It's my life. Like, yeah. I'm really sorry. Like, what Like what do you think your opinion is going to change <laughs> mine? Like, no. But, like, okay, the older you get, the more bad comments. Because, like, you always have fans and you always have the people, I don't know what their problem is, but they like to write mm -hmm. bad stuff. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I'm just going to, like, see the good stuff and, like, forget about the bad stuff. But, okay, you know me. Mm -hmm. If you write shit about me or you write... <laughs> She's not able to do this. Da, 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 da. The You're next like, game, oh, I'm gonna me. show you. <laughs> and I yeah. wanna, like, you know, like, I, I remember we played the European Championship two years ago. I played like a, a good tournament, but I had like, I don't know, one person on Twitter tagging me the whole time. 
um, is she ever gonna serve well? I, I didn't remember. And then like one match, five aces, and like uh -huh. really t every time in the camera, like, huh? Huh? What huh? do you say? Stranger <laughs> on the internet, what now? <laughs> and then it was just like silence. So I don't yeah. know. It's not something I'm like, I try to avoid it. I try yeah. not to read it, not to see it, because like you only feel bad about it. So why, why even read it? But like the thing that hurt me the most was like after my two amazing seasons in Busto, reading so many shit about me that I left to go from to Novara Busto. From, from Busto, Busto fans. from fans, from Busto. Yeah, that's a and, shame. And like really, yeah, th that hurt a little bit because like I, I gave my heart yes. to them. I played every single match with my heart I think also they fell in love with me and maybe that's the reason why they reacted that way and I can imagine but like this is my life this is like okay a next step in my career a next step in my life and then reading like okay from one day you're like over there and then yeah yeah like this that that was that was hurting yeah. and that's that's the difference between a fan mentality you know that they really only see the, the color of your jersey yeah. at, at a certain point. And yeah. once you go to the other side, the dark side, it's yeah. like you're not really, you're not yeah. part of our team anymore. But you haven't changed. You're still Brit. Yeah. You're still the player who yeah. scores and or like the person still, like, who... I, if I would play with Novara now against Busto, I would still like enjoy playing there, you know? Like yeah. if I was playing for them, like for me, it's not like the jersey I'm wearing. It's just like I'm playing volleyball and yeah. I want to show people that I'm doing the thing that I love and yeah. then like I don't care if the jersey is like blue red I don't know yeah, you know yeah exactly so yeah but but the fans really bleed those yeah, colors I, and yeah. it's also something nice to see something beautiful to see that they're like supporting a team but like behind that team there are like 12 players 12 individuals with like their own life and yeah yeah move on <laughs> <laughs> move on get over it folks <laughs> But yeah, I, I like that you said that those are there are people with their own lives up behind the jersey yeah. because also the whole like the whole point of me making these videos <laughs> and making this is because I think it's so interesting to get to know the people behind just the volleyball players because yeah. especially on the internet now today you, you can watch a full match you can see highlights of everything you can find yeah. the stats of every single player but like what's interesting to me is you don't know the player the person yeah. you know like what makes you excited what gets you motivated and, and you know now people know that you get motivated yeah. by negative comments so bring it on but <laughs> but yeah it's so cool and i really hope that people are you know getting a bit of your personality yeah. coming through from the from the interview because i feel like I, I know you and i want everybody to know you <laughs> um so you mentioned you were studying med school no, or you, marketing. you, you thought about to, going to med I, school I and now you're studying marketing. Yeah. So do you envision yourself? I mean, I imagine you're going to play volleyball until you literally can't walk anymore. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> but, but do you get fired up about anything else still? Or because uh, who was I, I was speaking to last week, um, Ali Franti and she's like, I really am into interior design recently. And I'm like, that is so cool. I never would have known that about you. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything that you're just like, oh, this gets me still fired up. Moment, Does marketing no. get you so fired up? No, not really. <laughs> no, I'm like I'm like studying to have something beside. Like if I if I get an like injury, a fallback. Mm -hmm. a fallback. Like if I get an injury, if I have something that I know I can go and do something else yeah. that I'm not like I, I can only play volleyball. Like that would be sad. So yeah. But like for the moment, no. I'm I really hope 
that my body <laughs> is gonna be Stay by my side <laughs> until I'm like 40. You got me, guys. You got Please, me. Please, right? we need you. <laughs> so yeah. So no, like I, I really love this. I enjoy playing. I love every second in the gym. Yeah. And I want to do this like as long as possible. Yeah. It's the dream. Yeah. And then after we will see, like, I don't know, I'm studying marketing. I don't know. Will I do something with marketing? Maybe not. Maybe I stay in the volleyball world. Like, I think yeah. also it's difficult, like after volleyball, okay, I'm done. And then like no volleyball anymore, you know? Yeah. So maybe like, I would love to maybe become like an agent or something, help younger girls really? getting in this world. Maybe. Yeah. I could see something. that. I could see that fitting your personality because people, people said to me, Oh, now, you know, now that you're retiring, do you want to, you know, there's kind of like three options when you retire as a player, you can be a coach, you can be no. a manager, or you can be an agent. Like those are kind of the yeah. three main things. Yeah. Otherwise you start from scratch. Yeah. And I just was thinking like, I'm not really bold enough. I think to be an agent, I think you really have to be like, yeah, this is what my player needs. And you better yeah. do, you know, you've got to, got to handle it for her. And if not, we're going somewhere else. Exactly. I think I would be, I would go to the club and be like, hey, can I please have, what do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. No, it's something I maybe would love to do because like me and my agent, we, we have a Are good connection. Julie? No, I'm with, um, Stefan Barbieri. Ah, ah, yes, yes, yeah. yes. So like we have a good connection. He knows me already from when I was like 16, following me mm-hmm. already from when I was really young. And he knows me, he knows what type of player I am. So no, I'm really happy. Also like wherever I went, I really, okay, like I showed myself, but also I have to thank him for all the opportunities, for all right. the things, like everything has always been perfectly done, organized for yeah. me. So yeah, I'm really happy. And then, like, maybe I want to be, like, that type of person for younger players. Right. Help them getting there. Yeah. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes that I guess I don't even think about as well when when an agent. Because sometimes yeah. things just need to be taken care of. And, and you don't see it on the day-to-day, but they're no. behind the scenes making sure yeah. that things run smoothly. And yeah. that, that, you, or that you just have to focus on Yeah, level. exactly. Because sometimes you'll go to clubs. And I think, I'm guessing you've been pretty lucky with Malus and with Busto and... Yeah. But some girls, you know, you end up in a club where it's not that professional nope. or and then you don't out. have the things taken care of and yeah. you really, you can't focus on the volleyball because no. of what... And then it's good to have an agent to fall yeah. back on who is helping yeah. you out. So you don't have to like think about all this stuff. Like normally we, on- we only have to think about volleyball, our life, yeah. and that's it. And like if they can help you out in, in these aspects, that- that's like something perfect. Yeah. And did he come and scout you in Belgium? Or he saw me with the youth national teams okay. in like European Championship, blah blah. Started writing me, starting following all my matches. Yeah. Then when I was sixteen, seventeen, he came to Belgium to watch a match with national team. But I only signed before I went to Mulhouse because, like before, what, why would I need him? You know, yeah, like yeah, in Belgium you didn't yeah. need yeah. Because actually, you're the first guest on the volley bubble that's not American. Ooh, yes, congratulations, <laughs> first European player. Yes, and so I've I've been speaking to American players, and they they you know I'm always curious how they went from college to pro because there's kind of a there's a gap there, there's a, yeah. kind of a disconnect. But if you're already in Europe and and agents are already over here, like I guess it's they're allowed to sort of put the feelers out and reach yeah. out to you even when you're 14, 15 years old. Yeah. Like that wouldn't, that just wouldn't happen in the States. Yeah. It's completely different. Yeah. But like, okay. Like also if I hear the stories of university, of college, with like you guys already 
It's like a good basic, I think. Yeah. The lifting sure. early in the morning to something yeah. I have never done, you know, like okay, yeah. for you guys, it was maybe a little bit too early. <laughs> yeah. For me, anything before 10 a.m. is too early. So I don't know. But yeah, but already it's like, it's like, I have the feeling like it's a little bit more professional than we had in our yeah. clubs, teams in Belgium. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so then coming from Belgium to Italy, like you, you obviously have a professional mentality. Were there things that you were not expecting as far as the volleyball goes or the workouts Ooh. go or the preparation? I mean, you, I guess you went step by step. It's yeah. not like you went from, from you know, a little nobody no, in, to... So in Belgium, we just like had the whole afternoon filled with volleyball. Like yeah. we had lifting, we had ball, we had ball practice, we did video, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And it was just all like one afternoon and you're like dead after one yeah. afternoon well now it's like spread you have the morning practice maybe after the lifting you do like a little ball practice in the afternoon you do an after practice right. it's like you have like so much time between and this is something i i was never used to i had yeah. school i had practice you n- I studied, no, no rest. And I, yeah, <laughs> yeah and i went to bed and the next day it was the same yeah so yeah and then okay then i came to mulhouse already there it was like okay like starting to find what do I have to do like between those practices you know like because for me the first week I was like just like waiting can I go back to practice because like what what do I have to do yeah so it was like super weird but then like okay it's a rhythm and then you you fall in the rhythm and you get used to it and every team's just a little bit different yeah but it's like not changing so much yeah and the, the biggest thing for me that actually the biggest change that I found coming especially to Italy was you don't lift quite as heavy like in college we were always doing like squats and um cleans and just all just very heavy intense lifting and i and i remember coming to italy and some of the girls you know were just kind of like yeah that's like like really just like lifting kind of small weights and not really and i was like okay i can get used to this (laughs) chill yeah it's so i I also think it depends a little bit of the the physical coach we have yeah like, and maybe the player yeah. as well because the, the coach we had point. in busto was also like crazy lifting really, really? heavy okay. we were working really really well okay it felt also really strong actually and now we have another one also like lifting good like not super heavy but yeah just good like some heavy exercises some exercises like a little bit more preventive but yeah so good and he is he flexible with you? So because I know a lot of national team players, they'll have their program from national team, yeah. And then they're like, okay, I don't want to switch it up completely. He talks like in the beginning of the season, like, what are you used to do? Right. Because like he also called with my physical coach I had in Busto to already know a little bit yeah. what I'm like, how I am, what I do. Uh-huh. And then he called me, and then I was still working with national team. And he was like, so what are you doing there? And so we always try to make a good mix of the programs, right. but. I'm really flexible. Yeah. Give me whatever you want. Yeah. I can, I can handle it. So, yeah. And you're still young as well. I feel yeah. like your body is probably still It's also adapting. something like, I want to try to do like everything. What, okay, I had that physical coach. What can he offer me? And mm-hmm. how am I feeling with it? And then yeah. I get another one and we try this out. And then maybe yeah. when I'm when I'm 30, I will know like perfectly. That's true. Exactly. Like yeah. once players get to a certain point in their career where they know their body and yeah. they know, okay, when I do this kind of lifting, I'm much faster. When I exactly. do this, I'm stronger. When what I do they this, need. I'm, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And um, and during different stages of the season, you need different things awesome. as well. Awesome. So, yeah. yeah. Smart, smart. Mm-hmm. I want to... <laughs> so... <laughs> I don't know why it's made me laugh so much. Um, so, I have a nickname for you. And I don't know if I'm the only one to call you that. 
Spider monkey. Spider monkey. <laughs> and I'm trying to think where it came from because it started in Malus, right? It started in Malus with Lexi and you. I think, and my, this is my recollection. Rec- I don't remember why. Recollection of it. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, because I think it was because. <clears throat> all right. It's kind of a long, <laughs> long, convoluted story, but we had. Lexi and I were really liked with um, Will Ferrell who's the actor, yeah. who's in all these comedies and all these movies, and we would yeah. quote him back and forth the and make jokes, time. make jokes. Yeah. And then you were like, I've never seen Will Ferrell movies. I don't know him at exactly. all, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so I I think it was like Christmas. Um, Christmas you gave me the... For Secret Santa, yes. Yeah. Secret Santa, I gave you a little, like, I gave you like a little movie night, um, I don't know, package. Gifts. Like some little, like... Some house shoes, some socks, some like popcorn, and like a little stick, a USB stick with yeah. with all of Will Ferrell's movies. Yeah. And one of them, um, there's one line in one of his movies where it's like, "I'ma come at you like a spider monkey." And that's I think, where it started. I think you came the next day and you were like, "I'ma come at you like a spider monkey." And then it started. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I think it is. Yeah, that, that's it. And then after everybody started to call me Spider Monkey yes. in the team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and still, whenever she's texting me on WhatsApp, it's like, hi, Spider-Monkey. Hi, Spider-Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really cute. But I, I thought, you know, you had to you had to learn who Will Ferrell was. Yeah. I had to let you know. I was like, always like, who is that this guy? Person. Who do you guys keep talking about? We're like, you'll know. You'll see. You'll, you'll see. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's the history of that. Yeah. Um, what else should we talk about? I feel like we've gone over so many things and I feel like we could probably talk for hours, but for hours. I'm sure you'd probably rather enjoy the, your free day, which you worked hard to, to earn today. <laughs> 3-0 win last night. 3-0. Pa-pam. Pa-pam. Um, I didn't watch it completely because I don't have a registration to Italian uh, yeah. TV, whatever it is, but um, I was following along on Instagram. Is there anything that you would give as closing words to, let's say, if anyone is listening to this and they're looking up to you and thinking, oh, one day I'd love to be like a Brit? <laughs> it's what I always say, like, if you have a dream, go for it. Like, yes. do not doubt yourself. Do not see all the negative comments they're writing on Facebook because they're bitches. <laughs> them fuck them yeah right no it's just like if you want something go after it and it's like it's a hard advice and i know it's not always that easy and for sure we all have difficult moments like Mm -hmm. nobody is like abroad without crying an evening i think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we all have those moments we all have those days but like if you really want this go for it it's a life that i would like choose every day again yeah i love it i enjoy every single moment of it and yeah, it's a dream coming true right now. Wise words. Wise words. So wise. Go for your dreams, people. Only 21 and like wise advice. She's <laughs> Seriously, I forget sometimes that you're so young. Like I, I know you are in my heart and I'm like, oh, she's my cute little Brit. But then I'm like, and then I, you know, like see what you're doing in the world, which is, you know, really incredible considering your age. So thanks. You little, <laughs> little Brit. Um... Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And uh, anyone listening, make sure you, I don't know, like, subscribe, and do all the things. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Like, subscribe. Yeah. (laughs) 
Hey, it's Key. If you made it this far, that is amazing. I really hope you enjoyed the conversation. A little sneak peek into the minds of a couple of professional athletes. If you want to help us grow the show, please do subscribe so you guys will be notified when I have my next guest. And if you know any volleyball players that might enjoy listening, go ahead and share it with them or on your social media, tag me and I will be sure to repost it because you're amazing. <laughs> Definitely have a look on the YouTube channel for videos with today's guests and you'll see her team in training, you'll see where she lives and all the quirky, interesting details of life as a professional volleyball player in Europe. Also, if you guys have any suggestions for future guests, leave them in a comment over on YouTube or on Instagram. You can just search VB Key or Key Michael or the Volleyball Bubble and you should be able to find me. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you guys on the next one.